0: We're on Season 3, Episode 7 now, going a little bit horror-themed, Treehouse of Horror 2. Just going to bypass Shane right here because for the second consecutive episode, it's our boy, the pride of Edinburgh himself, Darren Boland. Take it away, Darren.
1: Don't make me
0: run! I'm full of chocolate! (laughs) Yes! Yes, Darren! Yes! Yes! Darren, that was a treat and pun intended (laughs) because that was a beautiful chocolate reference with, with, uh, with Uter. And I got to ask you, Darren, you were on for our, our last episode here for like father, like clown joining us again. Thank you very much for, for treehouse of horror two here. Um, you kind of broke down Scottish history in, in the Simpsons and kind of what attracted you to the show and probably many other, uh, of your fellow countrymen. Now, when it comes to accents, how, um, I guess what would be like your top accents that you could do cuz that was that was your Uter german and it was like a that almost sounded uh, like there was a hint of swedish in there i want to say so <laughs> where i where, I,
1: <laughs> I dug i dug deep into my um into my nordic roots um for um for that one for utter um <laughs> that was just honestly it was the first thing that came to my mind when a simpsons quote came up for some reason um but Utter. Who could who who doesn't love Utter? Come on, little little chubby German kid. It's fantastic. He loves chocolate. Leave him alone. Um, outside of that, uh, I mean Scottish. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, Canadian, American. Very simple. I can switch out and do that. That's very easy. Hi, how are you? Would you like some maple syrup or would you like a slice of pizza? Yeah, watch yeah. a hockey game. There you go. You can do that one, yeah. um, and then really, I, I think um, I don't know. A little bit of the Aussie, get a little bit of from Down Under in there. But I, I don't know. That one's maybe a bit too kind of easy. Uh, the best one I could do, maybe celebrity wise, is and it's probably the easiest one out of them all is Arnold. Come on, how could you have me in here and do Austin and
0: not do Arnold? Come on, <laughs> that's a pretty do good Arnold. Me. That's pretty good. I like to actually uh, give do the the great line from uh, Jingle All the Way in Arnold's voice and say Cookie
1: yeah yeah oh, Shane oh my God, yes, With pleasure, um, you
0: put the cookie down nice there it not is right after there. you put it down <laughs> i've had <laughs> quite
1: little quite little back note to that one I am. Um, had a roommate up until uh, up until quite a few years ago. Um, I had a roommate for a few years rather. Um, and we would just rip Simpsons lines back and forth, and Arnold as well. So when that came in, it was just it was so natural. Christmas time, jingle all the way. Watch that, and it was uh, my god, you would have to. So you're probably a off. fan
2: of bane then, yeah.
1: Oh, Bain, C- come on. From, wait, what one are we talking about here? Oh, from about? the
2: Simpsons, yeah. mick bane McBain. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes, McBain. Let's get silly. Yes, of course. <laughs> Classic. And of course, and and who could forget that who could forget the penultimate line from uh the Simpsons movie? I was elected to lead, not to
2: read.
0: Just <laughs> so good.
2: Man, yeah, so, we need another Simpsons movie.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see what they could come up with for uh, another one. But Simpsons uh writers, showrunners, any uh voice thing? that you you need somebody for, be it an Austrian, uh, a McBain sound-alike, an Aussie, even a, a Scottish person doing a Canadian, you get Darren on board because he is... Uh, do you want to pitch that? Go sell, do a little pitch right now, Darren, for any any uh, of the talent agents out there listening right now. Do a little pitch on yourself. Pitch. Sell, sell Darren Bowen
1: Gladly. Well, let me, uh, let me approach them in a more uh, intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Hello there. Hello there. How are you? My name as darren boland and should you require any voicing talents of any kind whether it be from one side of the atlantic or the other whichever you so choose i could go a many different routes We could even go all the way down under if you really want to we could go all the way down to australia fantastic little time figure it out or then we go to austria and you meet with arnold and then you have a cookie but you don't have too many cookies because you have to put the cookie down If you would want something like that and so, so much more, I implore you, reach out to me. I am here. I am available. And that's about the best I've got.
2: We'll we'll take a 6 there'll be a 60-40 split.
1: You know what? My people will contact your people. We will sit down and have lunch. Your people will pick up the bill and we'll discuss these things.
0: See there you go, and if you want to get it Darren directly, just give him an email: HaggisKing33 at aol Actually, you know what? You did the the Uder not Uder the Willie line the last episode where you know Willie's trying to sell haggis there at the school fair. Um, yes, ask, this is I promise is my last Scottish question because uh, I asked <laughs> you a ton in the last. How common is haggis to actually eat? Is it like a weekly? Like is 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 this just like a festival thing? Like how common is that?
1: Oh, it's, it, you can you can pick it up in you can pick it up in can form. Like in Scotland, you can pick it up in can form at any um like convenience like any convenience store or like supermarket. Um, and you can also get it. They do they, you, you get uh, a lot of um you can get but you get butchers in that a lot in the UK, and uh, you can go into a lot of these places. and You can actually get like a, a legitimate sheep's stomach, and you can do the whole thing yourself. So it is common. Um, it's not maybe it's not maybe consumed every day um i mean we're not animals for god's sake um (laughs) we have we have tastes i know scotland's got some of the worst diet in the world but we've got taste for god's sake um but we can have high you can have haggis with with anything really you can i'm selling it as as if you could have it with like any sort of dish but you could have it like once or twice a week in scotland or maybe even once a week
0: okay so yeah and so it's a it's a pretty common dish then it's yeah, relative. you can get.
1: Okay, okay, Well, you can go. You can go into actually a very good, uh, a very good choice. If you if you're going to Scotland and you want a a, a fried favourite, go into a fish and chip shop and ask for a haggis supper, and you basically get it's like a roll of haggis and it's deep fried in batter. And my god, and it's served on a bed of fries. My
0: god, is that good? Oh man, you get me going on the on the deep fried. Now I'm going to share. A little before we did, because we are going to talk Simpsons. I promise you we'll talk Simpsons. (laughs) It took us a while last episode too. We got some, we got some house cleaning to do here. We'll get there. We'll get there. Now you mentioned deep fried. Now that's got my mind going on another train of thought. Now I'm going to let you two guys in on a little secret that I'm planning for um, a, be it a festival, some sort of large fair, maybe the CNE Canadian National Exhibition um, don't
2: do it, Nick. It's not worth it.
0: No, 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 it is. It is. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Actually, you might know what I'm going to say, because I might have said this to you before. Now, here's the thing. Darren, you said pe- mm. you just mentioned deep fried. People love deep fried food. They deep fry everything. They deep fry Mars bars. They deep fry Twinkies. They deep fry mm. ice cream. Now, mm. here's my idea. And I have a feeling that Homer would approve of this, because part of this idea I got from the Simpsons. First off, the food portion of my booth is deep fried Deep fried. Now, that's taken to the extreme because you're deep frying everything. Now we're going to deep fry, deep fried. So what you do is you take a a big thing of just like batter, right? Just a smush, smorgasbord of of batter, big ball of it, drop it in the deep fryer, let it cook. Maybe put some flavoring over top of it, like some vanilla, some chocolate sauce or something like that. And then you put more batter on top of that, deep fry that. So it's deep fried, deep fried. And so that's in deep fryer number one. Now, in deep fry number two, you can sign a waiver and bring whatever you want with it. Can, it, does, it can't be alive, though. Anything that's not alive. A, I don't have to sign a waiver for part one. There, my lord. No, no, no. Part part one. If you want to die and eat that, that's your that's your own problem. Now, part two. As long as it's not living, you you you, you sign your waiver. You deep fry whatever you want. Deep fried pumpkin, uh, deep fried shoes, deep fried microwave. That's the that's that's your problem. But if you get blown up. And exploded in the deep fryer number two. Then you've signed that waiver, and it's not my fault. So you should probably fried, say
2: no, no batteries either.
0: Oh no, bat! Oh batteries! You, you huck them right in there. You want to eat batteries? That's your problem. Uh, as long as it's not living, then we uh, you're, you're good to go. And that's going to be my booth. It'll make billions upon billions upon billions of dollars because sounds love like a Shark fryer. Tank
2: pitch I've ever heard. One. Yeah. Oh, my,
0: Mark Cuban! I know you're listening out there, you weirdo with your. Dallas Mavericks. If you still even own the Dallas Mavericks, you get right on that. I'll cut you in for five percent.
1: Bring out your dead, folks. If you can deep fry anything at this point, bring out your dead.
2: Deep fry grandma. Deep fry grandma. Speaking of dead people, Halloween episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I did thing? say we're I mean, talking Simpsons. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, if that wasn't if that wasn't a tra- if that wasn't a transition there to go bring out your dead. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. To transition from one to the next, I don't know what else would have been would have been more up, but
0: Treehouse <laughs> of Horror and Halloween, two. yes, yeah. two. double yeah. the fun. And this episode is pretty much uh, kind of the the format. Anyways, is pretty much a direct sequel uh, to the first Treehouse of Horror uh, episode. It, this wasn't a planned thing; they didn't plan that they were going to do it every single year. It just kind of worked out that way because it was very, <clears throat> excuse me, very popular, and. Uh, if you if you notice, you know it has the intro of Marge once again, warning the fake warning about uh, getting scared. It has the the tombstones again, um, just kind of the way the episode plays out, very similar to the first. And uh, so this one is kind of the the most direct sequel. Well, it is the most direct sequel, it's number two, uh, to the entire franchise of the Trios of Horrors. Now, um, off the top of your head, because I am a horror fan, Shane is kind of a horror fan, but he gets scared of them, but he likes them anyways. Darren, I don't know if you're a, uh, like a, a big horror fan, but if you had to pick a horror sequel, because there are a lot of horror movies and then there are sequels that come after and they milk it till it's just that, they ring that chamois dry, what is the best <laughs> or your favorite horror sequel in general? Ooh.
1: Well, I mean, I will be the first to acknowledge that I'm not really the biggest horror fan. Um, I just, the, the blood and the gold just gets... It gets old. It get, it, 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 I'm just one of those guys where it's just I watch it and I'm like, eh, it's the same old stuff every now, every every one. But if I had to choose a, I mean, if I had to choose a sequel, hmm. I mean, I would say anywhere between the likes of like Saw or maybe even Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go if you go Halloween, then you're playing with Mike Miles, which is or Michael Miles, rather, not Mike Miles, the comedian, Michael Miles, the the uh, the serial killer. Um, that it, like that's a a classic in and of itself. So I mean, I would watch that. So if I had to pick one, yeah, probably Halloween 2.
0: Shane. Uh,
2: so I'm a huge fan of the Conjuring franchise, so I'm gonna have to go with the Conjuring Two. I thought it was obviously, it wasn't as good as the first one, but uh i thought it was a like a comparable sequel third one was ass but whatever uh and also i know you said only one but like scary movie two so funny love it oh yeah
0: okay yeah i can yeah country two wasn't bad i haven't watched the ass third one yet but you keep telling me not to because you know the aforementioned ass but i might give it a try i you know what i like aliens because alien one is kind of like slow and it like tries to build up the tension and then they went a complete different route with Aliens and it's like kind of a action shooter, but it's still kind of spooky. And they That's a good the story pick. a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to. I love that whole franchise. That's probably my favorite horror franchise. The Alien, um, the Alien one. Not the, there's not a
2: the- there's a great Netflix mini doc series, uh, the movies that made us on Aliens. Uh, great. I suggest anyone who's a fan of that yourself and obviously yourself, Nick, should watch that. It's not that long.
0: should. I don't think I've seen that one, actually. So, yes, I most definitely will watch that. But this episode um, in general, Trios of Horror in the first one back in season two when we did this with The Simpsons Toronto trivia host, Chris Brazza, we had some real, real strong opinions from our nostalgia, as well as um, just overall positive sentiment for the episode. Shane, you started out with an eight. I also started out with an eight- you ended up with an 8.6, I ended up with an 8.5 because all three of the um, segments were quite good. One of the best episodes, it was a candidate in our in our season two recap for the best episode. So for this one, we're coming out of a real stinker of an episode, a real dry, uh, like father, like clown. So do you have, Shane, those same warm, happy sentiments about this episode?
2: Uh, I am, yeah, okay. So I watch this every year. So I'm very familiar with it. Uh, I love this episode. It's one of my favorites. Um, It has so many gags that just thinking about them, they kind of make me chuckle. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm going to go in with a 9.5.
0: I had a feeling you're going to go that high, and um, I'm getting the same kind of feeling in that uh, I'm immediately flashing back to a number of, Lines. There's one of my all-time favorite misdirections in the entire series is in this episode. Uh, You pointed it out after we were finished recording the last episode uh, to Darren and I, one of the most underrated lines in the series is in this episode. There's just a ton to love here. Every single segment that I recall. uh, I did watch this, I I think, back in October. It's December as we record this, but I'm pretty sure I watched it a couple months ago and uh, enjoyed myself quite a ton. I'm going to join you right there. I had a nine point five. It's pretty close to perfection. It might even it might even be our first ten. We'll have to see by the end. Darren, thoughts on this one? Wow.
1: I mean, when I'm coming in beside a pair of nine point fives here, like a canny, that's that's big shoes to, to fill off here. Um, I mean, I've, I've I'm a big fan of the the Treehouse of Horror uh, ones. I do like them. Um, but that being said, I don't want to come in too hot with like you guys. I'm going to back off a wee bit here. I'm going to give it a seven. For right now really
0: why so yeah. why so low do you think we're wow. selling All it right. a little
1: bit? well if i'm being honest i'm a big fan of them but it has been a bit of time since i've actually saw them. in the treehouse of horror 2 so i'm going in i'm going in with the expectation that that 7 will quickly be changed to a 9 9.2 maybe even a 9.5 who knows but i'm gonna i, I want to kind of start in in 7 and kind of allow myself to be to be you know allow myself to feel like that rise and be like okay yeah this is definitely worth a lot more than a seven
0: gotcha okay so you're going <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of what we did for uh the last one and like father like clown where we went in <laughs> yeah, way true. too high and hoped that it was better than we remembered. yeah it. that's true it was yeah. worse than we remembered this one let's see if it has the opposite effect for darren let's just jump right into it enough nonsense about sequels and haggis and everything else that we've been talking about here we go treat of a four or two all right, we're getting into the episode. Here's Marge's opening monologue, just as she did the year before. See, I was, I, I said this in the last years too. I was a pretty dumb kid. So when I first saw this, I thought that Marge was being serious. And I, I don't know if it was- My this mom one. thought she was, my mom yeah. thought it
2: was legit. She said, uh, she like, didn't let me watch it at first. And my dad was like, oh, come on, is this a cartoon? Um, yeah, I, I physically,
0: yeah. I grabbed the remote and turned it off because I thought it was going to be really scary. And clearly it was a stupid kid and didn't realize it's sarcastic.
2: Man, this is like happy place seeing that that title rolling.
0: And it's interesting they don't call it of Horror* yet. It's still just the Halloween special part two. I, I always love the tombstones, though. Like <laughs> Frozen <laughs> Walt Disney reference.
2: Lose Wade now, that's me, oh. And there's <laughs> Charlie Brown running away.
0: Mm-hmm. This one actually aired too on Halloween, on October 31st, 1991. Perfect, one of probably did League really well.
1: I will say I do like the, <laughs> like the fade-in uh, through the window without doing like, the couch gag. I will say I do
2: appreciate that on the um, on the Halloween ones here.
0: That's well, on true, it's a very rare non-couch uh, gag episode. They probably did like it because the
2: they were time. tight for time. trying to fit everything in.
0: I do like that Homer line too when uh, he says, if you don't like it, go to Russia. I say it all the time.
2: <laughs> well, that's very uh very on the nose nowadays, Nick.
0: I was, was going to say how fun was that?
3: You, Would have gotten even more if Lisa could walk faster. I didn't select
0: this costume for mobility. I want to salute the noble native american. Worst costume you ever had?
2: <laughs> um, all my costumes were amazing.
1: I think the worst costume I ever had was also an unfortunately a Simpsons one I didn't really have much to wear underneath because it was also raining so I had like a raincoat in that one but I had a one of those like rubber Bart Simpson masks Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. so I'd walk around being like happy Halloween man like it's a terrible Bart impression and it's probably why I didn't get a a whole lot of candy at that point Um, but that was probably my worst by far. <laughs> you did you, did you like... guys
2: used to fill the your pillowcase, full of candy?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, those were the, the days. Case.
1: I used a plastic bag myself, a shopping bag, which really should have thought about that one because the the depth is far <laughs> less than that of a pillowcase. So
0: oh, I love this guy. Ah, oh, so good. Here comes one of my favorite misdirections in the show's history.
2: Sir, I must strongly advise you to not purchase this. Behind every wish lurks grave misfortune. I myself was once president of Algeria. Come on, pal, I don't want to hear your life story.
3: Call me Oh, man.
2: Oh, Homer, where did you get that ugly
3: thing? Well,
2: it's that little shop right over there?
3: There. On your way,
0: it was over there. You'll be a- <laughs> oh, man, I love that i always thought this part was weird that homer's like sneaking a bunch of contraband like why do they yeah. uh,
2: have to pay like two bucks
0: oh i forgot to ask shane what was the yeah. top top song in the uk at this time in uh october 31st 91 the greatest uh, I've got Scot- backup right now the greatest scotsman of all time of this house,
2: I get the first Uh.
0: His John band Kirk. had the top. <laughs> <not John> Gordon, <laughs> my God. His band had the top song though in the UK at the time.
2: Uh, Darren, uh, call a friend, Darren.
0: Uh, um. Yeah. Um, um. As a. Why do Why do I think Rod Stewart? Oh no! It's not Rod Stewart. Scottish probably isn't, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm
1: just I don't I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, my, 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 my only Scottish, ba-
0: the only Scottish band that's coming to my mind right now is The Proclaimers. No, oh, wasn't The Proclaimers. Actually, it would have been not too long before uh, I'm gonna be. But no, it was uh, The Fly by U2, Scotland's own Bono. Is Bono Scottish? No, he's Irish. But he's, I was going yeah. to say, where are you going with us, <laughs> Bono?
2: I was thinking Bono, but I didn't want to insult Darren, telling like because I know he's not Scottish.
0: Shadow, uh, shadow to you too. Uh, just playing ass, shitty stock rock riffs for years and years, and just milking it. Good for them.
1: He's a big fan. You can clearly tell.
0: I do like this meta um, gag that the Simpsons merch and everything is going crazy, how they have, like, a Calypso album. Do you sing
2: uh, this riff to your wife there, Nick?
0: No, I sing more annoying things than that. This is awful. Come to think of it, the
2: guy that told me this thing did say the wishes would bring grave misfortune. He thought he was just being colorful.
3: I wish for world peace. thought I was
0: very <laughs> selfish of you. So the animators actually wanted the middle finger to be up as the last one but then Fox said no
2: Oh they should have put that on the DVD
0: (laughs) Yeah There's a nice Falkland Islands reference from the 80s Between England and Argentina the
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Five Corners I love the twist they have on World Peace
0: yeah, that is pretty good. Like, what would happen if we did get rid of everything? I do like their drawing of Canada and the USA, they included, like, the Great Lakes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and only Kang and Kodos from now on. Siroc the Prepare, no longer there. <laughs>
2: Nice call back to the head fallen off.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love their weapons. A club and a big slingshot. So,
2: <laughs> so
0: futuristic.
2: Your intellect is no match for our puny weapons. You've got to do something. What do you want me to do? I'm a baker now. They
3: conquered us with a club. Wish we'd save the name on two. Move along, humans. And, uh,
0: I wonder how the writers came, the writing room came up with the the counter weapon that Moe ends up using, like, okay, cool. how they plan that out, because it's, it's fantastic.
2: Turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard and, and I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself, and I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it? Hey. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Mm, mm-hmm.
3: right. hmm. nice bread. Turkey's a
0: little dry. And you can definitely tell Sports Welder had an influence on this episode cuz so well, many I of I these gotta jokes gotta are like you Sports you Welder's type it. of humor.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. You want to try it? Oh, killy do Oh, would you look at? That?
0: nail before my shot, <laughs> well I guess my first wish is to get rid of those awful aliens
3: ah, board with
1: a nail in it <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. well dude <laughs> who knew so when the aliens arrive folks we know how to chase them away
2: yeah, yeah go to a, go, a, go to home depot water. yeah how or just up pull up that? your deck boards
0: I'm just a board with a nail in it oh man
2: They'll make bigger boards.
0: Oh, that's good stuff.
2: Yep, solid. Start to finish. Hey, Homer. This little thing in my jig really works great. Now that I've saved the earth, maybe I have to spruce up the old homestead. I feel like I would. I would wish to be rich, but no one knew i was rich unless i told them
0: yeah that'd be pretty cool secluded rich i hear you
2: that's the way to
0: go
1: i mean don't you have that nowadays shane's rich She just—he just
0: he just doesn't like to say I
1: <laughs> oh so that explains the ferrari in the driveway at what the other day and you getting out of it
2: no but i call it a fiat okay call it what i told you to call it
0: shane you're rich you're rich you wear a that's belt only rich people wear belts that's true yeah
3: this,
0: this is a, a twilight zone ripoff not ripoff but parody
2: yeah a lot of shows have been inspired by Twilight Zone.
1: by the way can we also just recognize that like the smiles here and uh the uh, if you have any baseball fans out there um during the promotion i think there was a movie that came out earlier on this year i think it was called smile yeah, and yeah. they had people show up at the ballpark, sit in behind home plate, and just stare out at the picture and just like creepily smile. And it was oh, ridiculous. that's good
2: advertisement.
1: And it was tremendous. Well, at one point they were just they were standing up, and it was just that person standing up behind like home plate. Everybody else was sitting down. And they're staring out, boring like a hole through Every the the day, picture and through the camera.
2: For oh those fans of the Batman animated series, it's like they got doused with some Joker Joker smoke.
1: Yes, all they were all they were missing was like the the red face paint.
2: Is, was that movie any good? I didn't see it yet. Neither have Smile. I. I
1: just I just, I just, caught the advertising but I didn't see the movie. Split like most movies. I catch the advertising. But I don't see the
2: <laughs> Fair <movie>. enough. You catch it from your side of the family, you know. No monsters <laughs> in my
0: I want an action figure or something of the Hi, Jasper God. dog when Bart turns him into a dog. Hi, Otto. Move over. He's got like oh, that has to head exist, head right? Head. I'd love one of those. Oh, wait. you the little dude with all the gnarly powers. How does Otto not know that?
2: Because he's high out of his mind all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: one of my best lines. I love that. That's one of
2: my favorite auto lines ever.
1: Well, class, the history of our country has been changed again. Huh, to correspond with Bart's answers on yesterday's test.
3: Huh?
1: America was now discovered in 1942 by...
3: Some guy.
0: Well, the some guy part, I guess that's technically correct.
2: Yeah, that's some guy true. Did. We don't really, yeah. Christopher Columbus wasn't the first one.
0: No, it was just some, probably a Viking. I'd make a good Viking, I think.
2: You would. Cam would make a better Viking.
1: Oh my god. The dude already has a Viking.
2: That's true.
0: Shane mentions a person named Cam who our friends in Singapore and Belgium and the U.S. have no idea who he's talking about. That would be one of our co-workers. And yes, he would make a good, a good Viking.
1: I will add one descriptor, his beard is very
0: majestic. Yes, the beard and the hair. Hank Azaria hated doing that line as Mo, by the way, because he kept screwing it up.
2: Really? Okay.
0: I do like the, the, how that's that's also Skinner's good like idea of a good time come on, to sing it, a it, shitty it, song it, over the PA announce. Was that also
1: a little nod to uh, Skinner's appearance in the B Sharp's? Oh, a little foreshadowing. Mm. Yeah, I
2: mm. like that. Might have inspired it a bit. Maybe. Well. Great episode, B Sharp's.
3: <laughs> Oh, this is yes. Yeah, this is fantastic. Well,
0: the animation on Krusty is so good. and all because of one little boy who won't let me stop.
3: Anyway, now let's go over and see if Sideshow Mel has any more of those legal, over-the-counter wake-up drugs of his.
0: So... That time frame that Krusty stays up for, that's over 14 days. (laughs) Oh my lord.
2: Yeah. He looks pretty good for 14 days.
0: Yeah, considering he's alive.
2: (laughs) Oh, I forgot. We got to see the uh, psychiatrist again. Uh, Oh, yeah. Dr. Marvin Monroe.
0: And I like how it's been uh, the Bonerland Medical Association to go with parts. That's a nice sign, Keg. Yeah, it is good. School, ...or bad attention for, say, turning your father into a jack-in-the-box. Homer, I see you agree with my theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad, because the attention the boy craves should be coming from you. I want you to spend some quality time with him. Get to know him. Maybe even love him. <laughs> Solid montage. I like how they were fishing. Like, what is Homer gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> kind of he like, can't. He up. doesn't.
2: He can't move his neck. Oh, now he can. Okay, so he can <laughs> move his neck. Good night, son. Good night, Dad.
3: You know these last few days have been really swell. I wish there was Swell. something
2: I could do to repay you. Well, if you wanted to, you could give me my body back. You got it. Hey, hey, oh, oh, thanks, boy. I love you, Dad. I
0: love you, son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's good kind of distraction, too. Yeah. yeah.
0: But that's part's nightmare.
2: Terrible video game. Indeed. What's wrong? We both had nightmares. Can we sleep with you? You both toilet trained. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now here's a, now here's, a, here's a question, maybe an observation for it. <laughs> he. he calls it a nightmare. Where right at the end of the episode, or right at the right at the end of his nightmare, uh, him and Homer share. This is Bartle talking about him and Homer share like a real father son moment. Isn't it like the second episode of the show we had Bart's, the, like Bart, the uh, the genius, or how he cheats on his, uh, how he cheats on his test? But like at the the entire time, all he's wanted to do is just spend time with with Homer and like get him to like get to know him a bit more and like love him.
0: Kind, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it doesn't really make a whole heck of a lot of sense. But they've gone in the they they've kind of flip flopped a bit with Homer and Bart's relationship over the past two plus seasons. Like, don't get me wrong, I I see the humor in it, like... Oh, I know what you're
1: saying, I know. I don't know, it was just a, it was just a kind of weird one. And plus, I w- I've watched that one a little while ago, and I was like, Oh, that, that's, that's kind of ringing true to me again. I was just speaking to him again.
3: You know, Smithers, I've always despised the laziness of the common worker. Then I realized his spirit was willing, but the flesh was
2: weak. Oh, that's a nice, uh, pinky in the brain kind of reference right there.
0: Yeah, that's right. The
3: greatest breakthrough in labor relations since
0: the Cat I was pretty dumb out. as a kid too. It was a couple of watches before I, I finally realized that the, the robot looks like Homer.
2: Oh really? Yeah,
0: yeah it's pretty dumb.
2: Ah, uh, it's okay. Well I'll just uh, redact that. I definitely won't make your audio higher in that section. Get to meet really interesting people. <laughs> oh no, purple food made a comeback Yeah, thought that's we, right I thought we got away from purple food
0: Yeah By the way if, if, In case you were wondering They don't use people to dig graves Well, at least they don't anymore
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh,
0: Yeah It's just a big backhoe
2: uh, yeah, but before then, yeah, for sure, but we're not. Way back in the olden in that, days of yeah, 1991. Not in 1991.
3: that time period. Hello, an open grave. Smithers, <laughs> get him out quickly. The stench is <laughs> overpowering.
0: Wait a minute, sir. That's Homer Simpson. I love the shadow on Burns and Homer. Well, who is Real creepy. Employee. Simpson will do just fine, sir.
3: No, I didn't. Who is it? Frankenstein? The booger man? It's the man in the bag, sir. I think he's alive. Ooh.
2: Bed, Corp. <laughs> <bed> cor- <laughs> it's just the father of the son that saved your life. No big deal.
0: <laughs> and the fact that Burns now has the strength to repeatedly... <laughs> oh, that's right. The-
2: <laughs> yeah, that freaked me out the uh, first time I saw it as a kid. I was like, oh, wow.
3: Smithers hand me that yeah. ice cream scoop. Ice cream scope. Damn it, Smithies. This isn't rocket science, it's brain surgery. (laughs) Hello. Look at me, I'm Davy (laughs) Crockett.
0: Mesmerized now. Twitch, Twitch this is a, it's a good, such a good, fantastic old timey evil laboratory. <laughs>
3: yes, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great underrated line, Shane. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about before the episode. I uh, so love good.
2: that's one of my favorite lines ever.
0: It's like I could, you can just picture a feeble Mr. Burns mm-hmm. walking into like an old Radio Shack in an old mall somewhere, asking like, "I'm trying to find a brain." For my robot employee like can you help me out type of thing and just some like like gone. the pimply face teen trying to tell him uh, i think you're kind of crazy mom what's wrong it's your father he's missing dad's
3: missing get out of here he's been gone two days
0: <laughs> What do you know she's right
3: it wasn't supposed to be this way <laughs> it was supposed to be a thing of beauty not this abomination <laughs> Oh Smithers, I was wrong to play God. Life is precious, not a thing to be toyed with.
0: Never actually watched Frankenstein, but this is basically the plot, right?
2: Um kind of kind of, except the village people kinda of get pissed. When you look at me with those
3: puppy right.
2: Pitchforks and fire torches, all that all that jazz. It's also argued that Frankenstein, the, sci- the scientist, is the monster, and not, you know, yeah.
3: Right. Wow. So,
1: Buns is also proficient in brain surgery. Oh
2: yeah, he's got all the necessary uh, ice cream parlor equipment. <laughs> feebly <laughs> trying to <laughs> run away.
3: Every bone shattered, organs leaking vital fluids. Slight headache, loss of appetite.
1: <laughs> Smithers, I'm going to die. Sir, is there nothing I can do?
3: Well, perhaps. Smithers, go to my office. In the third drawer of my desk are surgical tools and some ether. Ah! Did you have a nightmare, homie? No, oh, Bart
2: bit me. Hey, man, <laughs> you were
3: crushing me. I tried to scream, but my mouth was full of flab.
2: Yeah, you gotta go shake to do what the lily. Perhaps you're wondering
3: why you have two heads. Well, my body was crushed, so I had my head grafted onto your, shall we say, ample frame. <gasps> I didn't wake up. It's all a dream. It's just a dream. Oh, that's
0: right. It's all a dream. This part creeped me out when I was a kid. Or is it? Uh, That was pretty... <laughs> that was a creepy yeah. ending. I do like that ending, though. It's, an, it's a nice little, uh I guess, a horror that misdirection. On the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, Dad. Tonight, my class... Having an
3: all-you-can-eat
2: spaghetti dinner. Hmm, spaghetti.
3: But Homer, tonight's our reception for Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands.
0: Oh,
2: I hate having two heads.
0: Those and damn European is. relations. Dang European relations. That's there you go. They should do like. a. Uh, mm-hmm. They should do an episode with like a, a trio of four where it actually continues and for some reason homer ends up facing another two-headed monster or something like that bring that back we want to see the burns uh homer combo but um that was a solid one that was that was
2: yeah i'm taking these uh these spooky names too
0: yes something that they did for a while then they stopped cuz they're like ah screw this we hate having to come up with names I think this is probably going to stick as a 9.5 for me, guys. Um, all three stories were great, just like the first one. Um, some really good lines, underrated lines, like the Radio Shack one, um, as well as like uh, Bart and Lisa. And then they they don't know that Homer's been gone for two days. Um, all sorts of really good stuff in here. Uh, and some real like laugh out loud type of gags that got all of us um, so this one, for me, it, it's got a little bit of everything. I don't think it's the perfect episode. It, it won't be good enough to get our first 10 yet. Uh, I think there are a couple of episodes, specifically Trios of Horrors, coming up in the near future that have even more jam-packed into them that are going to be 10s. So I'm going to stick I'm gonna stick with my 9.5. I'm comfortable with my 9.5. Um, Shane, you also had a 9.5 going in.
2: Yes. What are you going with that? So I think the only thing that could beat out this episode for me, just at the top of my head, would be of Horror 3.
0: That's what I'm thinking of, too. That's where my mind immediately went when I started grading.
2: There are some fantastic gags in of Horror 3. If I had to critique of Horror 2, I thought the middle story with Bart was a little weak in comparison to the other two uh, chapters.
0: It starts off well. And then it kind of, yeah, the ending is... Tapers in-
2: off a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with 9.5 as well. I love this episode so much. Um, yeah, fantastic. Darren, you had a 7.
1: Yes. Oh, I, you have I, now. I am happy to report that that 7 has increased. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. And again, I, like, I watched that one a long, long time ago. And to like revisit it again, it just reminded me of how good... Um, each of the episodes were. I do kind of agree with you, Shane. I do I do, I do agree that the the second one, like Bart's Nightmare, kind of dips a little bit uh, as opposed to the rest of them. But that being said, it's still a high level of humor the whole time through. Like I, I was laughing numerous times throughout that. So with that in mind, I will bump that one to a nine for me. It's not a perfect, again, to Nick's point, it's not a perfect Simpsons episode by any mean, but it's a solid nine in my book.
0: Yeah, I think it's real, real hard to go below a nine because it is consistently good. And um, there are some really good moments that got all of us at the same time, which is how you can kind of tell that it's a good moment when it gets everybody. Uh, Nick, how
2: many wrong. times have you watched this episode, do you think?
0: Oh, more than 10 s- times. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I'd say maybe closer to 20. And yeah, 20. Uh, it, it's
2: kind of probably hard, but what what's your favorite gag? From this one,
0: it gets me every time, and I know it's coming. But <laughs> the, the especially like the Dan's delivery of the line too. The uh, I got it from that guy over there. <laughs> oh no, way it was over there. He, he's like he's like five feet away. Yeah, uh, like, sorry. It's uh, it, I don't know why it just it's one of those. You know how I love my misdirections. I loves me my misdirections. Yeah, that's your favorite. I love them. Um, that's that's definitely the best of the episode. One of the best that we've seen so far. So um, yeah, that's, that's definitely mine. Now you didn't have one last episode. You, you declined. You, you took the old NA route, not available. Nothing yeah. stood out for, for you. Now I know you had a favorite coming into this one. Is the radio shack line still your favorite?
2: So it's kind of hard. Cause uh, right now uh, we're on the DVD menu and we're on the scene selection. I have the scene selection on Triosa Horror 2 and in the middle bottom is the Mr. Burns scene (laughs) where he says, (laughs) and it just keeps playing over and over and over, and I'm smiling. It's, you know, the guy from Radio Shack thought I was mad. Um, I really do love the the, the guy that sells him the monkey paw, uh, the former president of, was it? Former president of uh, Algeria. Algeria. Um, That is a very close second, but it's still Mr. Burns, Radio Shack. As someone who uh frequented radio shack and knew the types of like high school people that worked there i can just envision mr burns going to radio shack and asking for all these like weird parts for his robot um it's just yeah hilarious how about you darren
0: well actually hold hold one section oh you're gonna gonna Um, touch on that okay yeah i just uh how many times do you estimate because you watch this every you every year it's a guarantee you do your choice of horror marathon how many times do you estimate that you have seen this one? Uh, I think me? at
2: least 15 times.
0: 15, yeah, so 15, 20 times. So the, the um, I guess, character of a real good joke or gag that to, to, to make it a real good joke or gag is that you can come back to it over and over again. And even though you know what's coming, like I do with the, oh, no, wait, it was over there, misdirection. You know it's coming, but it still gets you every time. So I'm, I'm not surprised that you went with that because it's just the sign of a of a well written gag or joke. The fact that it's still that funny every single time you watch it, Darren. Um, last episode, uh, you went with um, <laughs> Krusty's <laughs> hurting sideshow Mel with the axe. Uh, is it a? Fi- Do you have a physical gag on this one, or are you going a different route?
1: Um, I'm going the food route on this one. Uh, when Homer uses his last wish to make the turkey sandwich and he doesn't want any zombie turkey or anything like that, really mm-hmm. nice, mu- good hot mustard, good bread. But the turkey's dry. <laughs> the turkey's <laughs> dry. I, lo- I just I love the I love that the complete right turn to that of kind of like where it was of where it was going, no monkey business, but the turkey was dry
0: and that I, and. Two, two of those three, mine and yours, are the favorite. Those are 100% John Swartzwelder type of humor. Uh, I don't know if you've ever re- any, read any uh, sections of his books or anything like that, or have done a little bit of research into his influence in the in the writing style of The Simpsons, but 100% those are, that's got to be, it has to be uh, his type of jokes. I love that type of humor. It's just, uh, it, it's great, right? Like, it, it, it leads you somewhere, especially that one, Darren, where... You, you you, you kind of wonder where it's going and then the payoff is so simple and so almost nothing that it makes it something it makes it that much better right
1: but it's such a, you're right but it's such a it's such a true to life situation like how many times have how many times have any of you not just not just you guys, but for your listeners out there, how many times have you went to a deli, or you've made a sandwich, and you've made turkey or whatever it is, and everything else is good, but the damn meat is just so dry. Like it's such a it's such a real life scenario, and just like to throw it in there as a gag is just it, it's just as a lot one. So good, my favorite yeah. one of that. <laughs>
2: it is a first world problem, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, it's very much as. <laughs> that's true. It's it's one of the actually kind of a rare real world comparable actually that uh you can kind of identify with that. You don't find that often.
2: That's you why know, you need gravy.
0: Symptoms. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you get you get some gravy in there and uh and you're all good to go. Fantastic episode uh in general guys. We might be going on the downside of that roller coaster coming up next because we have Lisa's pony. remember a couple of mm-hmm. gags from that one, but I think it's going to go not as bad as like Father like Clown, but it's going to be somewhere kinda of in that average. It's okay. Type of episodes, but we'll see because that's uh why we do it. But uh as you know, every single episode it's your favorite time. Plug away, Shane.
2: Plug time. Uh thanks for listening, everybody. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can check us out on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Nick does all sorts of cool polls, uh interacts with fans, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to get in contact with us, that's the best way to do that. Um, Most of you are listening to us on Spotify. Uh, Whatever platform you're listening to us on, could you please follow us and rate us if you don't mind? That helps us out. And if you really want to help out the show, there's a link in the description of every episode called Buy Me a Coffee. You can buy uh, Nick and I uh, a beverage by donating a couple bucks. Uh, If not, two new episodes every Friday.
0: Two new episodes every Friday, indeed. We absolutely love doing this. We love having our, our buddy Darren on here. And uh, Shane, you mentioned you can get in contact with us at Simpsons underscore EBE. But Darren, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, because he, he's not just doing this off the cuff. Darren is uh, he's got a, a radio background, just like myself. Uh, he is a very talented voice actor. So if somebody does want to get in touch with you, Darren, uh, where, where can they reach out to you?
1: um well you know if i was a prepared uh, individual i would have uh my my twitter and all of that pulled up and ready to go so that i could just go well nick you can get me and as i've been stalling for time i've been pulling you can put it in the description for you Darren. yes you can also do that that i've I've got it i've got it up anyway it's at darren boland on twitter like at d-a-r-y-n-b-o-l-l-a-n-d pretty straightforward. You can find me on there. Um, I don't have anything to plug. I don't have a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp or anything like that. But one thing I will plug, one thing I will ask you, you know, if you give a couple of bucks to Shane and Nick here for a coffee, it's always appreciated. I know both of them enjoy a nice uh, hot beverage, especially in the winter months here in Canada. Um, But one thing I will ask of you all to do as well, donate to a local food bank especially over the holiday season, look after each other and look after your fellow human beings because it's a time of giving and it's a time to feel a little bit good about each other and about yourselves. But make sure, if you have an extra can of something in your, your cupboards or anything like that, donate it to a local food bank because that goes a long, long way, especially feeding someone or even a family. But that is the only plug that I have today. But boys... It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you very, very much for having me on. I've had an absolute blast. And if you would have me back again, I would absolutely love to be back on.
0: Fantastic oh, thing. 100%, Darren. You will, you will be back. Heck, maybe we'll have to do a Trios of Horror 3 with you when we come around to that. Yeah. As someone who's before.
2: seen this episode like whatever, 15 odd times, uh, I'm sure Nick feels the same way, but it was really nice watching it with, uh, with both of you.
1: Indeed. I, greatly, Indeed. I greatly appreciate
0: the time, and to have me back on, don't tease me with a good time, because I'm jump <laughs> on that. Oh, you know it, Darren, and I, I love your message, too, the sentiment about uh, giving where that time of year. Right now, this is being recorded in the middle of December, Christmas right around the corner. Uh, yeah, food banks are uh, typically um, very much in need right around this time of year, and over the last couple of years, they've been hitting some lows. I've uh, th- There's been two uh, food drives in my community, actually, where they've gone door to door and uh, collected, um, which was really cool. Uh, but if you can do that, uh, I like their sentiment there. Um, please do that and uh, help somebody have uh, a nice holiday season. But guys, it was awesome. Uh, Shane, my challenge for you um, for this one. Now, this was going to this one's going to be really random. Before we were recording this episode, I came across a picture. I don't know what I was scrolling through, but it was Matthew Perry, and he was just looking haggard. Like he had just done a lot of white and just woke up um, and then did more white. Uh, so my challenge to you is give us something that will remind us of Matthew Perry, but it can't be the Friends song. I got an idea in my in my head already. I'm hoping we're in sync mm. here. So yeah, that, that is my challenge. We'll see what Shane comes up with. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you later.
3: Was a bullfrog (laughs) Was a good friend of mine (laughs) Never understood a single word he said